welcome to another episode of Trash or Treasure, the podcast where Kim and Amy bring you spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read this week. Amy, what did we read? We read Deirdre and Desire, which I feel needs to be said in that type of voice. Absolutely. By... It has like a, a incongruously pleasant and drawing room style of like cover art. Yes, it does, which arrested my attention when I was picking up my hold on the fourth wing from the library and I passed it on the little like <laughs> just arrived display cabinet and I was like, oh, you're so tiny and compact. Yes, I'll have you. <laughs> I'll have you. And it's by MC Beaton who wrote the Emily Goes to Exeter Travelling Governess series. Travelling Matchmaker Tra- Oh, sorry. Travelling. We're reading another book about a governess at the moment. It's why is we it are. crossed? Yeah, it's true. The Travelling Matchmaker series, which we reviewed at the end of 2022 or the beginning of 2023. I listened so, to like all of them while making – whenever I think of that that series – I picture the quilt. Picture beat the quilt that yeah. I made. That's I'm, what I do with. I'm like, yeah. oh, I was making that particular yeah. piece of clothing. So, Deirdre and Desire is, I think, actually the middle book uh, yeah, in a series called The Six, Six Sisters. Yeah, but I, you don't need to have read any. These all stand alone. These little MC beaten, yeah, things. Slash, if you're a person who has ever read a romance series ever before, you don't ever, you're to gonna read. fill in the blanks. You absolutely will. You, you'll catch right up. Don't not worry. complex novels. All right, and would you like to do <laughs> the spoiler-free recap, Amy? Only if you tell me when it's set. Ooh, Regency. No, late. Yes. Is it later? No, right after Waterloo. because they. Keep, oh, of they... course it is. They keep talking about Waterloo. It's set in the Regency era, England. Just after Waterloo. Oh, fantastic. That helps our listeners place themselves in time and space. It's very important. (laughs) So You are the worst. You are insufferable. Carry on. Deirdre Armitage is the middle daughter of the Reverend Charles Armitage, who's a vicar in a little town outside of London. He is mad for fox hunting and is sort of obsessed with breeding the perfect type of hounds to do fox hunting. And he's run out of money, even though he has two very wealthy sons-in-law. I guess they're the previous books. He's he's like, awkward for me to ask them again. I know, Deirdre's old enough. Let's get Deirdre married. So off he goes to London and he asks around and he finds a eligible candidate, Lord Harry Desire. Love the character names and the titles. Yeah, me too. Lord Harry Desire needs to get married. Do you know what I appreciate about this book? Sorry to interrupt. It's not plot-based, though, so this isn't like my normal interrupt where I fix your spoiler-free recap. You're doing a great job. I really appreciated how MC Beaton refrained from a whole bunch of like, but I desire you. Cheap, cheap, cheap tacky tricks. So even though it's Deirdre and Desire, I was worried I was in for not a very long book because it's small, but I was in for 600 pages of Desire yeah, puns. puns. <laughs> there was I didn't think there was one. No, it was about Deirdre and the idea of Desire. And, it was and also Deirdre about and the character Deirdre and Harry. Like, and yeah. Lord Harry Desire. Anyway, I just thought that was an important point to make at this time. Just Carry in case, on. listeners, you were worried. So Lord Harry Desire has to get married in order to inherit his incredibly rich, cantankerous he has an uncle who's dying fortune. And the uncle is like, I'm not leaving it to that guy, but I'll only leave it to you if you get married. And he's like, ugh. All right, I guess I'll get married. And Harry Desire is a... 
not a rake, but he's certainly what do you, what do they call them? A fribble. A fribble. He comes across as being not massively intelligent. Gorgeous, of course. And very well turned out. Like he Well is, turned out, yes. very glamorous, just the picture of elegant. Fashionableness. But Deirdre is, has been told by everyone that she's incredibly clever and she's the brains of the family and she's like, oh, this buffoon. So he agrees that he'll marry Deirdre and then comes to visit the vicarage. That's kind of it. Deirdre's in love with someone else. That's the only other thing you need to know. So there's a little bit of a sort of love triangle and it's a romance novel. So Kimberly. Oh my gosh, I get to go first. I'm so excited. What did you think of Deirdre and Desire? Deirdre and Desire. Apart from appreciating which the library's the just arrived front display. Yeah, well <laughs> it recommended done. to us. Excellent job, library. Okay, so despite what you said about, like, you don't have to read the previous books, and you absolutely do not, like, I worked it out. But I did find that it was a bit slow to start because we spent quite a lot of time... Catching us up? Not catching us up so much as being like, since the last time you were with the Armitages, this is what's happened. Charles has lost some money. So it was kind of, obviously, these characters, Charles, like, so the Reverend and his friend and blah, 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 were all people we should have kind of... Previously, no, previously, met. it wasn't. It was um, only about five pages of catch up, but the book's only about a hundred pages long. So yeah. there you go. So it was just a little. I was like, "What is going on?" It was just a little bit slow in that sort of way, but it was fine. Like I, as I said, it caught. It was not an issue at all, and that was. That's not a criticism of the book. That's me choosing to come in three <laughs> books into a six book series. Like that's on me, the reader. Don't get me wrong. I actually really liked Harry Desire. I thought he was a good character. Uh, enjoyed him. He wasn't overly annoying or any like he was. He was just a believable, quite a believable character. Yeah. But also quite believable. MC Beaton does this beautifully when writing in this time period. Her characters are super believable, but for the time period as well. Whereas often the books that we read, the characters are believable as modern characters set in a Regency context. And you're like, oh, that doesn't work within the historical space. Exactly. And I'm like, just suspend disbelief, suspend disbelief. Whereas with this one, I actually liked Harry for who he was in the context that he existed. Deidre was so young and so immature. She is 18. She's like 17 or 18 in this. He's like, she's finally old enough. Married she will be. Exactly. So she's really immature and really sheltered. I I enjoyed the (laughs) journey. So like kind of ignorant in that sense. I enjoyed the journey that she went on and I did really like that. Overall, I would say I missed... I missed the older, so the old, there are some older characters in this who, which again in the other series of MC Beaton I've read does the same thing where it's like those older characters, the young characters sort their, sort their lives out in one book. Just one fiery, passionate moment and, and it's the all older sorted. Characters. And the old characters yes. take six books to sort themselves out because it's like, well, we're old and things move slower and also we're a little bit more careful and also, no, now I have feelings about that. No, maybe I don't want to be with you. So it's all a little bit tougher. And I, at the end of this, I was like, ooh. Yes, exactly. Yes. So I finished this book being a little bit like, 
kind of more interested in the older characters, yeah. which is also what propelled me through traveling um, the Travelling Matchmaker, was I was actually more interested in her story than all the little fribbles that she did as she went along. I don't know if I'll read the rest of this series. It's a very easy read. Uh. So I might, just insofar as, like, my face needs to read something and this is a very easy thing to read. Like, if I turn up and say, here's book one. Yeah, if you did, I would read it. Yeah. But I don't know if I... <laughs> go out and see I don't it. know if I would go out and look for it myself and put it on hold and remember to go to the library to pick up that hold. I don't think I would do that. But certainly if you turned up at my house and were like, here's, here's the six books, read these, I would read them. So I don't know. It's kind of a tepid recommendation. But I, I did quite enjoy it. And one thing I will say, because if we read so many books, sometimes my brain becomes mush. But one thing I will say is... I was listening to the audiobook of this. Oh, is there one? There is. Oh, I was hoping there would be. There was, and it was great. I was listening to the audiobook of this, and I abandoned the audiobook. Okay. Halfway through, mostly because I didn't have a sewing project, and I will never just sit and read an or and no, listen I to have an audiobook. To I have to be doing or sew something, or something else. I didn't have a project. I had a lot of people in my house because it was around, like, I had. we've had guests over the last couple of weeks a lot. And so, obviously, I didn't want to sit with headphones in. So, it was. I was enjoying it enough that when the audiobook became inconvenient, I was like, oh, well, I'll just find where I'm up to in the book book and keep oh, going. Oh, that's significant yeah, for you. Yeah, so I, often if I'm a bit more beige about a book than that, the inconvenience of one format or the other will kind of cause me to abandon ship. But this didn't. So, yes, I I enjoyed it. I think I'll come back to the series at some point. I may even come back to this one. I might read the others. I don't know. But, yeah, it was just a pleasant – so I would definitely recommend it. I don't know if I'll say I'll treasure it. I didn't fall in love in the way I did with the Travelling Matchmaker series, where I desperately needed. No, and to keep I can see forward. you coming back to something like Tea and Scandal or a oh, Jones Smith yes. that we've I'm read. Far more likely to come back to, to except a... that these have audiobooks. Correct, and that may draw me back to get this cracking on Jones Smith audiobooks. I'm glad mm. because there were some of the like I loved the caricature characters. Oh, yes. Who were some of those older ones? Lady Godolphin. Loved Lady Godolphin. Lady Godolphin. I loved her whole story. That's what so I mean. Good. Like, I yeah. kind of found her more interesting. I want to find out more about Lady Godolphin, but she's like the Tom's Mrs. Malaprop. Yeah. So she cannot say. She there's a, so there's a line where she's like, I'm not going to come to your nipples. Yeah. <laughs> and she actually means nuptials. Nuptials. But she doesn't ever get the word right. No. And there's this. Um, just a hilarious scene where she tries to explain the birds and the bees. <laughs> oh, it's so good. She's like, I'm, Deirdre's like, I'm worried about my wedding night. And she's like, oh, sit down, darling. I'll tell you. And I speak so straight. And Deirdre walks good. out more confused than she ever was, it was before. Great. It was <laughs> and I thought that would be so funny as an audio book because you're yeah. relying on you as the reader's capacity to pronounce the wrong word and, and, and get and, the and remember, and Yeah, that's exactly right. Yep, to read it wrong. So sometimes I'd read do. it out loud and go, oh, that that's the funny. word that's, yeah. that, like, when she reads this poem and so Deirdre's like, I guess if I went and puzzled out all the correct words, it would actually make sense. I'll just enjoy that she remembered the poem. Yeah. So loved that character. I wanted to shake Deirdre, like grab that her That was and my problem. If I had any, like the thing that'll stop me coming back to this is that I just didn't like her. In the first half. Yeah, I was like, Deirdre, you're an idiot. But she, she's not. She's just sheltered and ignorant and chi- and a child. Like that's the problem. So anyway, sorry, I'm interrupting. Carry on. So, but 
Yes. Yeah, so, it's, so what you were like, Deidre, you're an ignorant child. And I was like, I want to shake you, girl. <laughs> Stop being so silly. But she does sort of like the point where in the novel they were like, okay, enough is enough of the silly. Oh, it turns around. Otherwise, it I, turns, it, yeah, it couldn't, it, I couldn't recommend it I, to anyone. I, I she goes on a journey. And I went, flick, flick, flick. That's not going to continue for more. Okay, good. That name yes. is less in the book. I thought it was well constructed. It was Agreed. very short. It was quite delightful. It was a great Sunday afternoon. And it really was about what it said it was on the label. It was a book It was about Deirdre learning about desire, both yeah. the human one and the abstract concept. Yeah, that's true. And in a, like, not in a, like, wrong, super no, raunchy not in a way, raunchy though, because it's MC Beaton. It's like, well done, MC Beaton, on yeah. that nice handling of the title. It had all the tropes. I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. The grumpy uncle, wicked relatives. And a lot of plot. Again, there were some moments where obviously there are kind of dastardly characters who are reappearing for another time. So there was kind of like reference to feuds that different characters had with the Armitage family that we were like, eh, I have no idea what you're talking about. So there are... I think also if you – and I wonder about that if I had started at the start. Maybe that's what I should do, go right back to the first book. If I had started at the beginning, I might have felt very differently about this book. There were parts of it that I was like, oh, yeah, I can see that's a reference to a thing that I just am not getting. And maybe that's why I fell more in love with – Lady Godolphin. Well, no, with – um The squire and the older The travelling matchmaker because oh, I right, started at the start. So perhaps that's what I need to do is go back and start at the start. I want to find out more about the older characters. So yeah. I'm going to find what the fourth book is in the series. I think You're going I to would... continue on from book three onwards. Yeah, then You're I'll go hilarious. back. I'll just start at the start. The, I would really recommend it because it took like an hour and 20 minutes. It was practically novella length. Pr- no, not quite, but yes. It was really, it was like a tiny little book. At the rate you book, read, it was quite quick. Small but... book. It was a delightful afternoon. I went and sat in a cafe. I had a laugh. Yeah, it was good. Had to read some sentences aloud to myself to laugh even more, and I will potentially read it again when I'm like, what was the book with the lady who just couldn't say any of the words right? I'll remember what book it is, but you will. yeah. So it's a I recommend won't. from me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I, I will read it. book four, five, and six. <laughs> I think I might go back and start book one and see how I feel. Okay. Mm, maybe that's um, and I then need you to can report it. back about book one and two, and I'll report back about book four, five, six. I love this. Let's we've talked that. about splitting we have, the we have books about this book, and then we forgot. That was we were supposed to do that, and I, you were like, "Have you done that?" And I was like, "I read all of it accidentally. I'm sorry." But anyway, okay, good. Well, that's uh, we've given ourselves some homework for the future. Excellent. We have. Thank you once again for spending some of your time with us. Tune in next week. We'll bring you more spoiler-free recaps, reviews, and recommendations for whatever we read. And until then, happy, happy reading! reading! And just a quick reminder here at the end of the podcast that we would love to hear from you. We want your recommendations. The good, the bad, the interesting, doesn't matter. Please reach out. Send us an email at trashortreasurepodcast at outlook.com. Or we are also available at the world's most awkward Twitter handle, which Amy has to tell you about. Listen to our Twitter handle. It's the greatest. It's at or underscore treasure. Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? (laughs) And with those encouraging words, tweet or email us. We love to hear from you. Happy reading. Cheers.